uh, 20 minutes past, 21 minutes past 7 o'clock on a, uh, on a Wednesday. Joining us now at this time in uh, the regular spot is uh, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Powdell. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Jeff. How are you How are... Good. How are you? I'm good. Does anybody so... ever, like, go back at you like, and ask you questions, Well, I think Jeff? my gout is coming back. But uh, <laughs> no. no. Uh, thank you so much for coming in today. You brought with you, uh, you the uh, new Community yeah. Development uh, Director, uh, who is Jake Riley. Jake, yeah. good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Thank you so much for coming in. Happy to be here. Well, we're going to talk a lot of a lot of community yes. development in just a couple of minutes, but I want to ask yeah. the uh, mayor first. Uh, you have uh, uh, Jake has been on the job. We, we decided for seven weeks. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't recall talking to you about the uh, process for doing that, but I'm sure you had a lot of good applicants. And yeah. uh, what uh, what uh, kind of lifted Jake into the Oh, goodness. Well, let me allow him to toot his own horn about that. Um, I want to just start out by saying how important our community development department really is to our community. It's the home of where they are processing uh, planning applications, right? So that our businesses or anybody that's looking to do a remodel or expansion. So ensuring that those things happen quickly and efficiently. They're going out there and in, as a building building official department, really ensuring that our they're checking on the process, ensuring buildings are built to code, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so we have planning commission or planning city planners within that department, building officials. We have housing coordinators. We have economic development coordinators. We have our Main Street program Mm -hmm. housed out Mm -hmm. of that department. And then we have Jake, who's overseeing it all and is the huge (laughs) Oz behind the scene of making sure that everything functions well within the city. But it's just such an important department for supporting our business community, people living, uh, renters within their homes. There's so much that falls underneath that department and ensuring that it's adequately funded, adequately staffed so that they can serve and help our community uh, is so important. And so please, Jake is, yes, seven weeks on the job and just delighted to be able to invite in some of our new staff that have come yeah. on board because they're awesome people and just give them an opportunity to talk a little about about who they are outside of City Hall. Let's talk to uh, Jake and get to know him a little bit. Uh, Jake, where are you from originally? Originally? Mm -hmm. Like, originally, originally? Originally, originally, I am from uh, Hartford, Connecticut, the capital city of a tiny state far, far away. (laughs) (laughs) We've all heard of Connecticut, though. Uh, Let's. uh, What brought you to the Midwest? How'd you end up here? I came here... Gosh, almost uh, almost thirty years ago. Am I doing the math right? To mm-hmm. attend Saint Olaf College. Oh, really? Uh, I had some cousins who attended, and um, I had visited the Twin Cities and the general region uh, as a as a young person, and thought it was a really beautiful place. And came and looked at a bunch of colleges and fell in love with Saint Olaf on a very very cold, rainy October afternoon. Goodness. All right. Well, now we know you're well educated. <laughs> uh, I like to think so. <laughs> Let's talk about your uh, professional journey to Northfield, uh, kind of in a nutshell. What uh, positions have you held in the in more recent years that qualify you for as the uh, community development director? Yeah, I like to think of this job really bringing all of the things that I have spent um, my time after graduation for, as an undergrad, uh, bringing them all together. Uh, so going backwards, my most recent position was with uh, the Metropolitan Council, where I reviewed... I was um, 
land use planning documents, environmental planning documents, um, and really got a feel for more rural communities. I worked with rural Washington County and Ramsey County. Um, so that gave me sort of that more um, sort of urban rural kind of uh, complex conversation ability um, that we have here in Northfield. Before that, I spent 10 years with the city of St. Paul, which is really the foundational work on historic districts, cities on rivers, cities with colleges, um, cities with lots of non-taxed land. And then I also did some time with a private firm uh, with the Department of the Interior. And before that, I was a journalist. Well, in about two minutes, you've checked off every box. Yes. I would imagine. Did they give you the job after two minutes? Wow. Okay, that's enough. You got it all. No, it was a beautiful, thoughtful process that was really, really. Um, it made it. It made it clear that this position was something that was very well the stewardship of this. This curating the role to some extent and picking the person was very thought, well thought out and made it um, clear to me as an applicant that. Uh, regardless of what happened, the right person was going to be chosen, and I'm just grateful that it's me. Let, let's talk about what you walked into here. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's been a few projects uh, that uh, I, I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, you know, the Craywood development uh, is under construction right now. It, there was a long process leading up to that. Uh, tell us where they're at right now. Can you give us kind of an update on what's going on and uh, where, the, uh, where they're at in the building process? This is a good question. This is something that I inherited it, inherited, mm -hmm. and I, my um, planner, Michaela, is really the expert on Craywood, but I believe they're getting in the ground and doing the site work okay. um, right now, and uh, we're looking forward to having more places for people to live in Northfield. All right. One of the things that have come up lately is uh, the sale of Viking Terrace. That is uh, something probably right about your first day of work, yeah. uh, it landed on your plate. Um, there has been quite a bit of controversy with uh, some of the uh, residents uh, about uh, some of the policies that the uh, new company uh, was looking to enforce. Uh, that has uh, been modified over the course of the last couple of months. But tell us what uh, your role in that was and the conversations that you've had. I think my role primarily has been listening right now. Um, you know, the neighborhood is a neighborhood within the city, and that's um, why it's important to the city. Uh, and then just listening to both the Residents Association um, and uh, Lakeshore and trying to figure out where we can be of help and where we can be a convener for those conversations, um, along with the Healthy Communities Initiative um, and other advocacy organizations here in Northfield. It's been, I think, a really great education educational experience for me, um, just to learn a little bit more about, um, you know, how manufactured home communities work, um, and learn a little bit more about that neighborhood and the value that they bring to the city. Um, so I, it, it's been, um, a, an interesting experience, that's for sure. Uh, and I think our role is going to be helping folks, um, you know, ensure that the places that they are living are safe. Um, Lakeshore brought in, um, had a, uh, meeting with the resident association that was convened by, um, uh, I believe it's the Neighbors United group from Rice County um, that I attended, and uh, I thought it was a productive conversation where the residents were able to express their their frustrations, um, and Lakeshore brought in longtime park managers from other uh, sites in Minnesota and outside of Minnesota, um, including a bilingual um, Spanish-English uh, park manager, and I thought that that conversation was fairly productive. 
Do you feel uh, from what, you, what, what you've seen and what you've heard as far as the city's role in this for right now, is it, has it been resolved? Are there still some issues that will be uh, springing out of that? Is that yet to be seen? I think that whenever you have um, a con- a sort of a conversation or a conflict between a landowner and a resident, um, when they're not the same person, um, things can shift over time and, and it remains to be seen what the outcome will be. But we're very hopeful from a city perspective that it'll be a, a positive outcome for everybody. Uh, once again, Jake Riley is with us. He's the new community development director, along with uh, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell. Let's talk about housing in general. We've talked about a couple of housing you know, projects and issues that are going on right now. But housing, of course, uh, in, in Northfield and really not just Northfield. That's a, something that I'm sure you saw up in uh, uh, Washington County and uh, the, the metro area while you were there. Uh, housing's at a premium right now, and affordable housing is... Well, new affordable housing is tough to do in this day and age. What are you seeing in Northfield, and what are your thoughts on what we're doing going forward? That's a great question, Jeff. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think Northfield is a city that has similar issues to any other city in the country right now, um, where folks who graduate from high school or college and who want to come either live here because they've attended school here um, or want to come back after they've gone for a time can't find even a place to rent and I think that's fairly common um, and it's a problem uh, nationwide and so addressing that is one of the things that um, Melissa Hansen and I are really looking forward to working with Rice County with um, Habitat and other partners on I think that the goal um, you know there's a lot of talk in the metro about just more units are important um, but I think that to some extent there needs to be some careful um, attention paid to that affordability level and figuring out creative ways to use our resources wisely to generate as much um, as many housing units that are affordable to as many different kinds of people as possible both ownership and rental you know Northfield has been involved in uh, some uh, some housing projects that are really ongoing right now we've talked about a couple of them but there there's others like the uh, Hillcrest uh, project that's going on you've got some on the uh, south side in the city what all is what all, what all does Northfield have going on right now it seems like there's quite a few things Northfield is one of the most exciting places that I have ever worked. <laughs> There's always something is always going in the ground. Um, we've got applications um, constantly uh, for, uh, well, I mean, honestly, roofing permits. That's one of the biggest things that our mm-hmm. building staff are going through right now because of the big hailstorm. Um, and it's wonderful just to see all that um, work happening. Uh, and so, yes, I think you've mentioned. Um, we talked about Craywood, and then we've got Spring Creek 2. Mm-hmm. Um, those uh, homes will be, uh, the closing for that is on the 11th. So is that Thursday already? Um, and so they'll be going right in the ground at that point. They'll get started on site work and grading. And um, so that's an exciting, affordable project that we've got going on. And then there's another piece of land there, too, that still need to strategize what to do with. Let's talk about economic development, because that kind of falls under your umbrella as well. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, what, what is have going on? Give us kind of an update on where we're at now and where you think we might be, uh, you know, through the rest of uh, 2022. 
Yeah, I think one of the most exciting things, besides your neighbor here, mm-hmm. um, which uh, we're having a great, we're continuing to have great conversations with Rebound and the other partners on that project to get the Archer House rebuilt. Um, but then you look to the other end of the historic district at Fifth and Water, we just um, received applications from a request for proposals. Uh, we uh, got all those in yesterday, and we've got a meeting set to review them. And so that's going to be a really exciting um, development proposal for uh, with a home for the liquor store, new home for the liquor store, hopefully some housing and some other um, retail. And just the um, the access that folks have had to um, riverfront and facade um, grant programs, we are oversubscribed, so we're looking forward to another round of applications in the spring and continuing to help folks, um, you know, improve their businesses and, and make more um, make more value for residents and for themselves. You know, you, you mentioned uh, the Archer House, and they are our neighbor, and I, <laughs> yes. I look at that a lot every day. Uh, you know, last I, I talked with uh, the group uh, developing that, they were still working on architectural concepts and, and some, uh, you know, engineering things and things like that. Where are they at right now? Is that, are they completing that? Um, um, when are we going to have new neighbors? Come on, Jake. <laughs> What's going on with that? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, new na- well, you're not going to have new neighbors. You're going to have the same neighbors, only better, <laughs> True. right? Okay. Uh, new and improved neighbors. <laughs> new yeah. and improved neighbors. Um, uh, so, yes, I, my understanding is we're still in the architectural design process. We've been... Um, We've had some assistance from an outside partner who's been doing some pro bono work for us in design and help working with the the development group there, um, which has been really exciting. And a lot of the focus is on the riverfront, um, uh, enlivening the riverfront. There's a you know the riverfront strategy trying to make that go all the way from this end of the of division all the way to Fifth and Water and then beyond. Um, and I, I think that that's very, very exciting. When? I think that they're hoping to get something going before the end of the year, but for sure in the spring you'll see something happening. Um, activating that river, activating the front side, um, it's going to be very exciting. It's one of the catalytic projects that was very um, enticing, uh, but I also remember just uh, listening to the news and, and watching the news when, when the fire happened and just being sort of, you know, personally affected by that too, that loss of that landmark was um, kind of a hard, a hard one to take. Yeah. It was very tough for all of us. Um, you know, <clears throat> and bringing those couple of projects, you mentioned fifth and water, which is uh, moving along in its process. Uh, boy, you get some of those done and combine them with the changes that have been made by uh, the city and, and mainly by uh, the, the townspeople, the business people here in the town and developers and such. That riverfront corridor is going to look a lot different than it did 30 years ago when you were a, a kid at St. <laughs> Olaf. <laughs> yes, in all good ways, right? I mm-hmm. think it's going to really help the business environment um not that it needs help but enhance i guess that's the right the better term is enhance it all right mm-hmm. uh mayor do you have anything you want to add to it before we go or is there any questions i haven't asked uh, jake yet? any questions oh boy it, it's a free-for-all now right? <laughs> oh, yeah no. no i just really appreciate all of our city staff and as our, as jake was talking it was just reminding me you know in in my limited small amount of time. Jeff, you've been active and involved in the community longer than I have. But in my limited time of just 13, 14 years, I just see the the policy leaders and our city staff are very, very closely aligned with the vision and how to accomplish it. And that is so exciting to see that alignment. So then rather than a tug of war, 
where you don't get very far when one side pulls really hard and then the other side pulls the middle never really moves but now we can in alignment start running together to accomplish the vision that's been laid out in our city plans we've equipped and ensured that our uh, different departments within the city are adequately funded they've got great amazing staff to help us accomplish the vision and the policies uh, that the council has put out there and many community members have actually worked on all of those city plans they have been activated our city staff are actively using them uh, to really uh, hone in and shape and form where we're going and I can't just not say enough about all of our city staff and that there's one key staff member that really is kind of the umbrella. Certainly you have the council up there and you have our our community members, but Ben Martig is really that city administrator overseeing all of the departments, all of the directors and his energy and his willingness to get out there and be the connector in the community right alongside our policy leaders to help us move everything forward is just so important. That position is just really important and just really appreciative of his leadership as well as all of our staff members because without them, we can't move this community forward. So I just want to put a plug in there and say thank you to all of our city staff out there that are listening and for our community members if you want to participate and help us form and shape and ensure that our community continues to improve and takes advantage of opportunities that are before us we still still accepting applications to our boards and commissions so if you're on the fence out there and you want to get involved there are a lot of different opportunities where whether it's uh, Norfield Alliance for Substance Abuse Prevention for our youth. Sorry, you're smirking at me like I'm going on too long. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, oh. <laughs> um, economic development, the environment, arts. I mean, there are so many different opportunities for people to get involved and get engaged and make a difference. So just want to encourage folks, if you're sitting on the fence about turning in an application to serve on a border commission, I would love to have you. So please, I mean... Oftentimes we have more applications than we have positions, but I can't even consider you unless you submit an application. So please submit an application. It's a great way of uh, supporting your city and making yeah. a difference uh, in the city in which you live. Yeah. Uh, Mayor, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Jake, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Northfield. Welcome back yeah. to Northfield, I should say. And we look forward to talking with you in the future. Absolutely. That is uh, Jake Riley, once again, the new Community Development Director here in Northfield, along with Mayor Pownell. We'll be back with uh, Tim McNiff, news and a side of sports, quick news updates uh, with Rich and MNN next. At Great Rivers Mutual, you get the coverage you need from the people you know. And we will be there for you when you need us most because at Great Rivers Mutual, we grow trust locally. With 18 agencies and over 100 agents across Minnesota, including Northfield, Kenyon, Wanamingo, Goodhue, and Lakeville areas, our agents provide friendly, personalized service and know how to build a customized insurance package to fit your needs. For big company amenities with a small town feel, visit GreatRiversMutual.com to find an agent near you. Minnesota News Network, I'm Tasha Radel. 
GOP-endorsed Attorney General candidate Jim Schultz handedly defeated fellow Republican challenger Doug Wardlow in Tuesday's primary election. So Schultz is on the ballot this fall against Democratic Attorney General Keith Ellison. Wardlow accused Schultz of a weak stance against abortion, but Schultz says Minnesota's Attorney General. It shouldn't be a fundamentally political office. It shouldn't be an office that's focused on kind of the, the latest political issue that's out there. What it should be is an office that gets back to basics, protecting Minnesotans every day and doing justice. The Minnesota State Fair is hiring cops. State Fair managers say they are about 100 officers short for this year's fair. President Biden Tuesday signed and forwarded the U.S. ratification of applications from Finland and Sweden to join NATO. U.S. Senator Tina Smith presented